Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the 61st episode of the Flight Room TV. I'm your host for the night, Concourse P. You guys know my fellas. We got Remy Please in the building. Simo C- so far. Yep. And we should be, be getting joined by Paul Shack in a minute. Uh, but tonight we got a special guest. Uh, I want to introduce him real fast. He just had a breakthrough. Um, motivational speaker. Electronically, we're going to get into all that. The bird by the door. Uh, here we go. Chaz DL. Welcome yeah. to the show, everybody. I appreciate yeah, yeah. y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Hey, I like y'all. <laughs> the intro that. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's get into a motivation for the soul, you know. Uh, the bird by the door. Speak to us. What 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 gave you the motivation to first of all come up with that title and then the whole idea? Break down to the people your idea that you gave on this product. Oh um, man, I've been I've been wanting to write for a book for a minute, honestly, but I just had a hard time writing, to be truthful. But what's crazy thing is I, I really I tell you about this, it was really divine because I, I everywhere I go, I would see this red bird. I, I kid you not. I I'll go take my son to the park, I go to I've been in out of town, I go visit my mom, I go different places, and I keep mm-hmm. seeing this red bird, this cotton, and that shit with so I'm looking it up, I'm like, oh, what does this mean? So mm-hmm. literally, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting out on my, my porch and I just keep seeing the, the red bird come by my door. And then it just hit me. I say, all right, but the bird by the door. And then I started jotting down a few notes. And then I, after that, man, I was like, but I want to take it to the studio and kind of, you know, do it what's comfortable for me instead of trying to okay. figure out, trying to write hella paragraphs and, you know what I'm saying? Just try to, you know, do it what's comfortable for me. So that's how I came about, man. The bird by the door, and 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 the most of my notes came from, you know, I was I, I was working with like a different clients because my clients would be like older, older, or, you know, OGs, old heads, if you would, you right? Know? Elder people. Yeah, just trying to get a start in whatever business or path they want to go in, and and I tell them things, and sometimes some people will listen and some won't. They make excuses. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, all right, let me put my two cent in. And and, and and put it and put it to the world so people can't say I didn't tell you, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you know me, I, I like to just observe. I don't like to speak much, but you know that was just my two cents. So no, what, I totally. Oh, go what, ahead. What was like the inception of like the whole idea of you know putting a book to like uh, actual like you know hip hop beats? Because like for real, it came off as nine tracks. It came off like a like a like an EP. Like you know, what I mean, right. like a, a debut EP, nine solid tracks, you know, right, right. samples, right. soul shit. Like, where, mm-hmm. what was the inception? Like, where did that come from? Well, you know, a lot of it was just the history, of me being in music with, with my with my bro, uh, young sir. But then I heard Dame Dash, uh, uh, Culture Vulture. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so I always had kind of the idea in my head. Then when I heard Culture Vulture, I said, oh, I like how they did that. Then let me just put my little my spin on it, and from how what I know how them people make music or artists make music, you know, going to joint late tracks. I said, let me do it that way, that format, so it'll be easy for people to digest, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely. Well, what I would say about it is, it's definitely trendy. I could um, I could see other artists probably pick up on this because it kind of reminded me of a whole, just like uh, Rez was saying, um, an EP, but it was like outros, you know, just motivation, mm-hmm. you know how you get to speak. Like, those are always probably the most solid, powerful parts of a song sometimes, like the mm-hmm. end, even even of a project, the beginning of the end of a project. 
So, um, yeah, I wanted to ask, was that like the stimulation behind, you know, the project? Because I feel like a lot of your messages were stimulating. It would be positive affirmations, you know, um, even behind your story, you would talk about your struggles and like the breakthroughs. Like, so uh, what made you want to open up to the world? you know, the masses to share, you know, such a gift, man. Like man. It's, it's hard. It, it's hard to be, you know, it's hard for people to be open to, as open in the world we live in today. And I felt like you let a lot of people in with like your messages. So speak to that a little bit. Man, my, my, my wife real, real told me like when I was doing it, she was like, man, tell a little bit about, you know, your, your story. Cause people don't know much about you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's when, that's when I opened up a little bit, told you a little bit who my mom was. They still ain't give too much, but just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And then shared a little bit of my struggles. So just to show people, yo, I can relate to you. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like seriously a living example of if you really put your, switch your mindset, bro, this stuff can really make a difference. Like, Right. I'm a living example, like me not having a job, going through the struggle part, then getting back on my feet, figuring it out, and now really being an entrepreneur in this. Like, I'm really a resource and living it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I can really speak it. So that's where the motivation came. And with like the outros at the end of the tracks, it just came from this last season of Rap About Radio when um, some of my interviews or I was speaking to different, you know, guests, the stories are the same with the breakthrough. We all had that doubt. And that fear, but it's either mm-hmm. you're gonna face it or you're gonna fold. You know what I'm saying? The ones that face right. it, those are the ones that break through that ceiling. You know what I'm saying? So I just put a little bit of outros of of you know people who bear witness on that on the project as well. So yeah. Definitely gave us it definitely gave yeah. it a lot of character, man. Yeah. As you uh you talking about talking what's up about what about what up, man? Good to see you. Yeah, uh, always good to see you. Yes, sir. You, uh, Shaq, you breaking up, Shaq? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, breaking up. Is it, is it, nah, nah, a little bit. Hold on, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go back to it. It's a little echo. All right, but let me let me ask this question. Like, as, as a motivational speaker, like, what motivates you to like you know get up and do it, or or you know practice what you preach on a day to day? I mean, I when I go out and, and, and do speak, because, you know, when I say stuff, when I go on different interviews or even I'm doing my show and I say things, it's now I have to, like you said, really practice right. what I preach because I'm saying it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just really about being about the lifestyle for real, for real. Like everything I do talk about is something I'm currently striving to, you know, doing or I am doing, you know what I'm saying? So... That's that's just the motivation. So when I go out there and say something on different platforms, you know, I gotta be about what I say. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's what I want people to look at. Even like the youngins who do look at me, I because I it be I people who do be watching me. So I really wanna, I don't wanna be the one you could call be like, oh you fake. Da, da, da. No, I'm really about what I speak about. You know what I'm saying? So that really be the motivation to go out and 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 and, and keep word bond. You know what I'm saying? So right. Yeah. So in the process of making like the uh 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 the bird by the door, like would did, was there a point in time where like you kind of like had epiphany, like something you say, like cause I know that stuff happens sometimes, like so even like speaking on like this podcast, I'm just like dang, like just working through that process, like you learn something about yourself. Man, um 
I mean, I learned, I, I learned, I learned, what I learned about myself is just, just, just the action part, right? So all last year, because it took me, it took me like four or five sessions. It didn't even take me a lot to really knock it out, but I had it since last year, like this time last year, January last year, and it took me all the way November to December to actually go ahead in the studio and knock it out. So I learned. I learned that you know about myself how how I, I can procrastinate and how I can get myself out of procrastination. You know what I'm saying? Just so I didn't have everything written. You know what I'm saying? It was more so hitting Jude up like, all right, man, I need to get in the studio. Boom, boom. I had like a couple of tracks written down, and then once I started putting the music on it, it just naturally started flowing. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's how it works. So. For the most part, I just learned, man, in this whole process, man, you just, manifestation is real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So you really, sure. you really put action behind your thoughts and your ideas. You know what I'm saying? You could, you'd be surprised how quick things can move. So now right. I just tell people to just do, just start. And that was something, again, I had to practice what I preach. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling, I'm telling uh, different clients, you know, to just move on their ideas. And then here I am on... On, on, on my aspect is sitting on the idea and, and yeah. slow moving my feet. You know what I'm saying? So I had to kind of just get myself out and actually start moving on the project or my ideas. But yeah, man, I, I, I learned a lot though, but a lot of it, man, for real, for real, is, is just, you know your truth, right? Any Anybody, y'all could go ahead and, and, and write for real, for real, whatever y'all, y'all story because it's y'all story. So mm-hmm. me going through the ups and downs and actually creating, you know, passive income and figuring out the little hacks to this this stuff was the, my story. So it wasn't hard for me to kind of go in there and just, just, just say it, you know, tell what I know. You know what I'm right. saying? But, I mean, people can relate to it, too. I thought that, that that's why it was uh, real cool. Like, like I was saying earlier, I didn't even know you were an electrician before. I feel like that's a trade too. You know what I'm saying? Like I was surprised. I'm like, wow, you was doing all that, man. Like that, because to be an apprentice, you basically soaking up all the knowledge. You giving up all your time. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, and you even. I love the quote you said: "Building a house for you know another family like slavery." I'm like, yo, that that that's that's some real that's some real shit. I I I never thought about it like that either. Like you're not building it for yourself and building it for somebody else. That's like slavery. I was like, damn, all right, that was deep. It's a lot of little, it's a lot of little lines in there you can dissect. Right. But- I remember the first time I, I worked there, because I seen it was some years ago, you know what I'm saying? I seen my man, he started working there, and the next few weeks he got a new car, something like that. That's when I had to build. But mm. I was like, damn, hey, man got a car. Let me see, let me let me see what this job talking about. Man, I get there, it was hot and blazing, sun almost passed out, but I just remember the foreman. <laughs> I remember the foreman being on top of the hill talking to all these construction workers. I'm like, bro, he don't, who, you know what I'm saying? He don't know who this person is next to me. We just numbers. So working out there just really felt, literally felt like slavery. But so, you know, I'm like, man, how can I uh, take the time that I'm giving to him and put it into myself? Because I was already Mm -hmm. doing it, but I wasn't doing it full time. You know what I'm saying? I go to there. And then get off. I'm t- too tired to work on anything of myself. So you, you come to that crossroads too now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll tell anybody, you got a nine to five, that's cool. So make sure you take your check and put it towards yourself. But you're gonna come to a crossroads to where it's like, all right, you know, I gotta either go full time into investing myself or 
I'm gonna be, you know, working for who this this family I don't even know who don't even know me. You know what right. I'm saying? And then me having a son changed the game too. You know what I'm saying? Because you now you you living for somebody else and you have somebody else is watching you. So you want right. to set a good example for them for him. So you mm-hmm. know, it, it was just like go time for real. Yeah, it's responsible now. Man. For real. So, Oh shit. <laughs> you might have the bell from that. Uh yeah. yeah All yeah. right, so I got another question. Uh the production side of the uh of the audiobook, how did that like how did that process go as far as like who produced it? Um like did you did you I mean you said you, you wrote beforehand, but like uh the ad libs was pretty instrumental in that part. Like how how did that hope did you take it home and then do the ad libs or you just knocked it out all in, you know. Well, yeah, I, for the month, no, for the most part, all right. So, what I did was the producer Dilly got a bumping or whatever. I I bought beats from him, so I was mm-hmm. I was listening to beats and I brought you know beats exclusively for me that I like. I said, man, I like these joints. Then on on my Mac, I was recording. I was soft recording on GarageBand mm-hmm. or whatnot. So I was soft recording there. Like the ad lib was like my hook technically. You know what right. I'm saying? So when I come to the track, playing the map out, that's my, you know right. what I'm saying? That was my hook. I'm just repeating it. And then when I go in the studio, I already got my ad-libs. I knock the ad-lib down first. And then I, after that, I'll go write a little bit of notes of what subject I want to talk on. And then I just go in from there. But yeah, but I was going from studio back to my garage band to kind of soft record certain things. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I found, you know, I found producers just online searching. You know what I'm saying? Like old school style, how we used to do and find different random beats. And then I found this guy who was really good. And I was like, man, I'm going to pay. I'm going to buy these beats. And right. yeah. And I just and started formatting them accordingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then salute to your engineer, too. Because uh, whoever was doing that, it's hard to uh, kind of keep that rhythm and just being on the same level as a beat talking. Mm-hmm. If you're an artist, yeah. you kind of know that. Like not performing, but just like speaking on the track to have like yeah. those levels and stuff balance like that was real good too. I thought yeah, that was do, uh, yeah. Do the on the beat, man. He really from just DMV era. He wanted like uh one of the little yeah. low key legends out here. He started with Wale and them and DJ okay. Alize, all them guys. You know what I'm saying? So you know we that's yeah, salute he, to him. Yeah, he 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 was he coached me through because when I first got in, I was nervous. You know, I'm not. I'm behind the scenes. I ain't used to being in the booth mm-hmm. for real, for real. And he kind of coached me through it. Like, man, you got a voice for this. And he gave me confidence. And then I just went in there. And like I said, it took like only a few, you know, five studio sessions for real, for real. And that's what I was going to ask, too, because, like, it's hard. Like, it was well-spoken. It's hard to be, like, a speaker, you know. You, you might stumble over your words. You might get caught up in saying something. You know, they they, they call the things the fillers when you're saying um and mm-hmm. whatever. Just a, So, like, a lot – and I paid a, a lot of attention to that. It was, like, not even a parent really in there. So, that's what I, I was going to ask you. Did you – I don't. I don't even want to know the recording process, but like you said, you soft recording and everything. So you just basically memorized before you went in there. You wanted like you knew the tempo and tone you wanted to present to the people pretty much before you got on the track. I mean, yeah, I knew the tempo and tone. Like so, when I went mm-hmm. in there, some part of it was a freestyle, but it was again, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't as hard. Like I, I jot some notes down. So all right. So how I laid out the format was 
um the same template i give everybody else you know you want to identify who you are then after you identify your niche or your gift you want to um you want to you want to sit and plan and strategize around it then after that you want to research and then you get to manifesting or creating so i kind of knew the template of where i wanted to go anyway because i knew the process of how to create or build off an idea you know what i'm saying so again i saw for court but going in there man again you you talk about research or or strategizing the idea it's natural you because you i bet you know your process on how to to make something come about right so you oh, ain't yeah, gonna, oh yeah get too many ums and fillers because you know your ish you know what i'm saying that's kind right. of what for me i get in there i know what my process was outside of the music so for me to go in there and talk mm -hmm. it wasn't hard it was just more so just getting in the spirit to talk you know what i'm saying okay yeah, yeah that was if anything that was probably the only thing we're trying to just get in the spirit or the mood to kind of you know talk you know y'all can hear me still choppy ah still yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know <laughs> All right, Unplug so when, and replug. Yeah, when you when you says uh spirit, right? Uh one thing that stuck with me uh in 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 the uh the project, you said, I know y'all know it's a spiritual war going on. Like you was mm -hmm. like, I know y'all know. So like we talk about that frequent on this podcast. So like what what can you kind of go, you know, in detail, but not too much in detail about that? I mean it's just like all right man the world we live in in there i don't know you you see especially with children now how they're attacking our black boys from every angle you know with like the, you know the alphabet letters and and just so much going on in the world with them forcing you know trying to mandate people to you know take that and it's just yep. so many they come in so many angles but what i'm saying when i say the spiritual war it's almost like i'm saying pick a side you know it's it's you know, I didn't try, I didn't want to get too right, too spiritual, but I'm a spiritual person. I ain't want to get preachy. But at the end of the day, it's, it's like good versus evil. What side you want? Yeah. You want the righteous side or you working for Satan? Like, there's no more in between now. That's they, yeah. they in our face with it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. what, what side are you going to be on? You know what I'm saying? And whatever side you choose, you're going to be about it for real, for real. And But just know when you out here, you know, with that having that mindset it should help you move the earth a little bit different you know what i'm saying you should be able to play chess a little bit better when you know that all right you know what i'm saying this everything i go when i go out as a black male especially they're coming at us with everything mm -hmm. they got you know what i'm saying because it's about survival at this point for them you know what i'm saying and right and, and that's what i mean when i say it's a spiritual world because is these certain individuals in high places of law and government judges uh school education system yeah so they're everywhere and they're they're controlling you know people lives with different laws they're just passing and different mm -hmm. things that's going on so we're just like man you know open your eyes and realize what's going on out here because you could get right. left like it's it really in real talk people this past year 2020 you've seen it people is is, is getting left out here you know it's, what I'm saying? it's a man this is probably the lowest frequency time we've been in like you know with the earth and like the shift all that and you're right you can see it man it's literally zombies out here it's people being controlled by tv they don't even the outside influence don't help them um man. 
like I was saying, low frequency, everybody's so aggressive and violent uh, and negative. So it's like the energy is already too powerful on that end, that that yeah. side of the spectrum. So you, you're right. You do got to choose what you're going to do because you're either going to be subdued to that shit and become a part of that or you're going to reach higher, you know what I mean, and find that light. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. that. Yeah, everybody, everybody in between is the ones that you could you just going out here, you know, like a dazzle, you not on your P's and Q's, you just you, you, man, something gonna happen. Right. Yeah, those are the zombies, those are robots, you know. What I mean, they already kind of programmed, they ain't worried. It's just a daily thing for them. They're not reaching for anything, but they're not gonna cause any trouble. They're not gonna, you know, be a ripple in the matrix for real. So they mm -hmm. you know what I mean, they 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 the extras, they the background. All right, so we got a, a, a listener question. How do you how do you, how do you suggest someone protect their spirit in these times? Specifically, Ooh, man, man, uh, prayer, bro. I, people, it may sound cliche, but but if you really ask yourself, how, when you was really down and out, down and bad, if you still here, some way along the line, you made it through that 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 rough period, right? So. Mm -hmm. Prayer and faith, like faith is is real big. I really believe that was really the a crucial component that like when I spoke on the on, on the book, that's what got me through, you know what I'm saying, not giving up and really still believing that, you know what I'm saying, God got his hands on me. And everybody mm -hmm. should feel that way, you know what I'm saying? That's how you, you keep your spirit protected, man, just constantly prayer. And that's what, I don't want to keep rambling, but that's what uh, the pandemic should have showed a lot of us when they when they shut the world down per se, that was mm -hmm. a chance. You know, what I'm saying that was a chance for us to get closer to to in our readings, closer to to God, more prayer, more meditation, and whatever you do. Right. That was your opportunity to to kind of connect with you know, get your spirit aligned with, like you said, the light or God or whoever you believe in. But that's your chance to kind of get yourself grounded. Because again, if you go out here and you ain't got no faith in anything they do present to you out here in the world, you'll fall for. You know what I'm saying? You're a fool. You know what I'm saying? So you you want to protect your spirit, stay, you know, a connection with God. Really pray. And then also, man, also again, identify the to the, the continue answer the question. Identify who you are. You know what I'm saying? Tapping into what your gift is. Cause when you do that, you that's when you get tunnel vision. Now you really can't see the distractions as much because you focused on the task at hand, which is whatever your purpose is, you know? So, yeah, I hope that answered the question. So, no, like, I did, man. so I, I peeped that you're, uh, you're selling this uh, project for $33. Is there any significance with, with that number? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, <laughs> I, I, I completed it on my birthday, the 26th of January, which is my 33 year. Uh -huh. And 33 represent the year of action like you know what right. i'm saying they they call that the jesus year but right Christ yeah, year. yeah that's the year action. About that. so, yeah so ironically i finished on like on my birthday i went in the studio and finished like the last two tracks of the of the book and i was like man shoot 33 i turned 33 this year man this year action i'm finally completing my ideas boom 33 dollars you know what i'm saying so that, that that's how i came about yeah we, we, we speak to that number too. Um, like I said, Remy always points that out. 33 is just a powerful number, but just within everything that's going on in society. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we, you know, we, we pay attention to 
the numbers, especially uh, these current events that happen, it could be tragic or good. You know, you're always going to see that 33. And uh, we, we speak about NIP a lot, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, the Jesus year. And just, um, and it's crazy, or not even crazy, it's real you say that, like how it was just a year of action, because I feel like even with his year and it, just the progress that was already coming along with it, that 33 is like so powerful. They had to shut that down. Yeah. Before it could, yeah, yeah, you know, so it makes it makes a lot of sense, but uh, worth the purchase, man. Worth the worth the thirty three. Worth the thirty three. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, man. you're gonna get more than that out of it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. So what's oh, up, P. Shaq? Oh, oh, oh. try it out, Shaq. What's up, bro? There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got Gucci. All right, I knew he was here. Yeah, I knew he was good. Sorry about that, Chaz. How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? Good to Not see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, proud, proud. And uh, just wanted to let you know, you know, Phil, first on this, but I, I, I really like the transition, like the ins and outs, you know, from each verse to the next. Um, and and like like he said, he got to speak over it and not rap over it. I just, yeah. I, I kind of wanted to add that. I trained to do that. And did you, did you ever, like, find yourself, um, you know, trying to, like, like right beat almost and almost I stopped yourself. No, no, I ain't no, I'm good. I wasn't <laughs> I knew I wasn't a rapper, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I had to worry about that, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like I said, the only thing that was close to it was like the ad libs, you know what I'm saying? Kind of doing like a yeah. little you know what I'm saying? And and that just came from Back in the day, even with these guys, I used to be recording them, you know what I'm saying? And just recording you know my brother. So I know the process of how to make music because I did used to, you know, do hooks and stuff. But man, rapping, uh, I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a whole other skill. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. Like, that, that's a good niche for you. I think you found like yeah, the yeah, rhythm. Man. Yeah, like that's a that's just a good like I was saying tone rhythm shit. That's yeah. that it was just perfect for real. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna just say like in the DMV, it's and jump and then then you know have yeah. for original. Um, can y'all can y'all hear me? Y'all I'm still chopping. Yeah, it's like a delay. A little bit. Oh, it's like a delay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me get it out then. Uh, uh, like your your uniqueness, right? So like so like you'd like to for you know artists that that want that want that method because I didn't I, I here in the DMV, you know, kind of like speaking positivity. Over verb, over uh, you know, verbs and 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 verses of like uh, you know, you know mental mental about mental health, and then in that life work, you actually mentioned like the most important thing is is mama. Can you can you talk about that a little bit and how that hit home? All right, that last part, life work. I mentioned what part in life work? Life work. Life work. The most important thing is honoring your mom. Oh like, man, yeah, 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 man. Cause man. Again, this pandemic, again, I've seen a lot. So you see, I saw a lot of people with failed marriages. I've seen a lot of people just lost their home. Yeah, it was just so many different relationships just falling apart. And it's like, man, the you know, the most important relationship you can have is with your mom. And, and even in the book, the scriptures say, it was crazy because during Ramadan or whatever, we got, you know, we read our Quran during the month of Ramadan. But when you open it, it says honor your mother three times before it say dad. You know what I'm saying? Say honor your mother, honor your mother, honor your mother. So that just that stuck out to me. Like, you know, 
I just wanted to reiterate that, like, yeah, man, honor your mother because you only get one. So if it's only if it's that the one person that may get on your nerves, so what? That's this one person on this planet that's allowed to get on your nerve. You know what I'm saying? You just have to honor your mother. You know just what I'm saying? One. Just one, you know what I'm saying? Literally. <laughs> one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you you, you have to because because that and then when you cross into marriage, there's a whole nother thing. Your mom and your wife, those two things God don't play about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you read that, it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And I have a great relationship with my mother, but I just wonder, you know, I've, I've seen people, you know, daughters with against their moms, sons going at it with their moms, and it's just like out of pocket to me. So it just, I wanted to emphasize, like, yo, honor your mother because your days will be longer, basically. You know what I'm saying? So that that's where that came from, you know what I'm saying? Just wanted to really ate that or, you know, emphasize yeah, that. Was- that was a strong point. I, I like that. I like that point too. Even how you spoke about, you know, your wife uh kind of helping you realize your potential and your goals and just being there, you know, solid through everything that happened too. I, I uh I could appreciate how you gave them praise on that. It was, yeah. it was well done, you know. Yeah, because it was it was that it was it's just facts, you know what I'm saying? Like she was the one that told me cause she 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 told me, you know, she you know, because women study you. And she told me through the years, you know what I'm saying, what she appreciated about me that I'm selfless, like I always would. I think I would put people first, you know what I'm saying? You know, put, right. you know, other people first and their skills and their talents. Because I like to be behind the scenes, but she was like, You got a gift. Stop hiding behind other people and different things and put yourself out there. And she kind of yeah. like I said, she pushed that button that was in me. She put that fire under me and, and kind of helped me figure out what I was comfortable with. Cause I had a hard time figuring out what my niche was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and that's why that's why this was special to me because I found something that was comfortable for me. So I could yeah. do this over and over and over without, you know what I'm saying? So that was cool. And I you know and I really saying? appreciate her for helping me kind of navigate yeah, man. My, that part. Mm-hmm. Do you uh do you you got any projects coming up? You got any anything down the line? Anything similar or? Yeah, yeah, I go um, man. People tell me I can't stop, so I'm about to start working on some more. Um, I, I did a couple of features with some artists, you know what I'm saying? So, whenever they release their projects, mm-hmm. um, I did a couple of features. Um, and now, uh, I'm really just happy on getting promoting this book, getting this right. Um, I just you know linked up with a PR person, so that's going to help a lot. Um, yep. then, I, then after that, you know, I'm trying to get back the rap about radio back out and kind of relaunch, you know, do the events that I was doing and things of that nature. But I'm a, I gotta continue, I gotta keep going. Um, mm-hmm. and then now, you know, now we're just thinking about the theme, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like after this process and everything I'm about to go through from here is gonna give me some more material to talk about, you know, because that was right. the, the bird by the door was material that I was life lessons I was going through so it helped me kind of get that out so now I mean I need more experiences and more things that that's going to come across me that's going to help me you know get yeah. the next project out but I got more coming so, yeah, so oh, yeah. you, you were saying uh rap about radio for people that don't know like can you give us like a summary of what exactly rap about radio is yeah rap about radio just a transition from um rap about tv that's mm-hmm. what i've been having for years where you know i sit down with different guests that's you know different talent that was in the area and kind of highlight them 
So now I just kind of took that, you know, the, the virtual space. So now I can connect with so many different entrepreneurs. Um, but Rap About Radio, man, was special too this past season because the mental health thing was big, right? And I didn't want to go there because I was, I was, that wasn't my thing, mental health, because my thing is like, man, you know, get, you know, get off your ass, stop making excuses, blah, blah, blah. But, but now, yeah. I, as I'm learning, is mental health is really real. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not easy just saying get off your ass. But that this past episode, this past season was big because I'm talking to a lot of different entrepreneurs, and we're just just discussing the, the you know the pitfalls we go through before we level up. And so that's what uh, Rap About Radio is, man. Just you know sitting down with different entrepreneurs and different ta- talents across the spectrum. And kind of just digging in on the mental aspect on how how this person leveled up to where they are now, you know. Okay. So you Spotify, Spotify, heavy YouTube. Yeah, you can catch rap about radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you name drop any like uh, guests, features, whoever was on, you know, rap TV? Rap Man, I had the one y'all heard on the book was uh, my uh, my uncle for real. Uh, Minister Arf, he's the uh, general counsel for the Nation of Islam, and you know, oh, you wow. know, the Farrakhan, his lawyer. Uh, so that's my guy. Um, I had um, man, I, I'm trying. I don't want to forget names, man. So many people. I had um, uh, 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 Novi Brown from uh, BT Sisters. Um, I had uh, uh, my man Malcolm from Urban X uh, TV. Um, Oh man, I got so many people. I don't forget so many names. Uh, That's all good. Yeah. Uh, let, let the people I, know where they can I, check it out for real. Where can yeah, they catch up? Check at? it out. Yeah, I just don't want I, it's slipping my names, but I had I had some good people, man. That's really doing stuff in their industry, and um, and man, it, the funny thing is, like I said, the stories are kind of all similar. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has it's different, but it's, at one point the, the similarities is 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 revealing. And yeah. again, it's right before that mental breakthrough, that level up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely again, check it out, man. I got I got some big names on there and people that's really about what they're about in their respective yeah. industry, man. Check it out for real. Where can the uh where can the people check it out at? What's the link? Yeah, just uh go to, yeah, you can really go to um www.chasdl.com. And then you can you can you'll find it yeah on the site you you scroll down the site you can go to Spotify uh, it's called the Mental Breakthrough you know and you can check it out there and you get it on Spotify or whatnot uh, and, and yeah man check me out on there for real it it, it it should help and bring value that's the goal. Show. Sure. you want to hit him with the the rapid fire? Yeah, man, we do a, a rapid fire segment where we just answer or we ask you questions. You're just going to answer with one or the other pretty much, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll start it out. We're going to keep. Oh, uh, you want to mute on me? OK, OK, OK. My bad, man. So we uh we keep the we're going to keep the theme DMV friendly to start it off. But we ask you questions, you know, is rapid fire questions pretty much one or the other. So I'm going to fire right, a few right. off at you. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. All right, man. Mambo sauce on everything or on the side? On the side. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Vacay, Cali or Miami? Ooh, 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 ooh. All right, <laughs> man. I love Cali, right? I love, I love Quick Cali. Drop. 
Cali was an experience. Cali was an experience, but I'm gonna go with Miami. Yeah, Miami. I think Cali, Cali got too many earthquakes and fires, man. I feel like like the, <laughs> the movies. You know how the movie, uh, yeah. San Andreas. I feel like that's coming. Reasonable. <laughs> it's just, it, Miami, Miami's a place to build more memories. Anyway, I feel like though it's just like it's a whole different culture, exotic. Man. You just feel Miami more than Cali. I mean, Cali, Cali, Cali is lovely, but at, at some point, yeah. at certain times though, it gets like a dark cloud over Cali. You know? Yeah, I just feel like it's all business with Cali though. It's always business. But um, but, I, but before your next one, I would say this though: with an East Coast mindset, you can get it in Cali. Yeah, yeah. Get it up there. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go. We we're gonna keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Raw papers or duches? Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta do the raws or or put it put in your team. There you go. I was gonna get, I was actually gonna get to that. So THC or C B D. Uh uh all the above. Both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they both benefit. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Okay, here's a couple of quick questions, right? Okay. Uh, in my downtime, I blink. Damn, in my downtime, in my downtime, I... <laughs> Damn, man. And uh, in my downtime, yeah. I research. Real talk, I research. Okay, I, 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 okay. I'll do, but I'll YouTube research stuff and different things, and yeah, I like to do that when I'm chilling. Okay, yep. and, uh, here we go. This, this, this is the last one right here. The DMV music scene. What would you like to see more out of it? Oh man, I would like to see man. People, some folks will get mad at me for saying it, but I would like to see just more, more unity. Like it's unity happening. It is there. Like it's just it's just certain circles. It's just it's sections mm-hmm. of unity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like but I, I would like a more of a united, a cohesive unity with everybody. Like you know what I'm saying? Or or more platforms. I would, I would. more platforms to kind of highlight the talent. Yeah. I got I got a bonus question. Yeah, that's a good one. Three. Uh, what are three pieces of advice you would give to the youth? Uh, Three, three pieces. Just three. Three. Mm-hmm. Keep it three. If you got one, just give us one. <laughs> Be you. Uh-huh. Have faith. Uh-huh. And have no fear. Okay, that's what's up. Sweet. Short <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, two, three piece. Yep. That was that's that's Shit, I'd have had y'all here for I ten mean, minutes. Wait, it's it's a that out. More. If, you, if you want more, we got more for you. Hey, yeah. so 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 what's your favorite book? Uh, message, to the, <laughs> message to the black man. Seriously. Message okay. Black man. Okay. We were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, we just. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about that. And this is this is a good one too. I actually want to know this too, man. Like, so, who do you admire? Who would you say you admire? Because you got, you know, what I mean, I feel like a lot of people are about to be looking to you. They can, they can pull some strength from you. So where do you pull that from? Like who, who, who you admire, man? Like, like, so, like I said in the book, man, my highest example is the minister. You know, all the ministers So that's my, my, my highest example or standard. You know what I'm saying? So anybody under him, you. you know, falls under him, but he's the peak. You know what I'm saying? So if I could strive to be just half the man he is, that's what's up. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not mad at that, man. That was that was a great answer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. hey, ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. this is Chaz DL right here, man. Uh, great guest, episode 61. Like we said, we're gonna keep it going, but uh, Chaz, go ahead, shout out your links, man. Let them know where they can find you. Anybody yeah, you wanna every- holler at? Everything, man. Everything, Chaz DL. You Google me or just chazdl.com. You find everything. I'm on social media, Chaz DL, all platforms. Holler at me, hit me up. It don't matter. Um, I'm 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 open to network and just get some work in, man. Um, uh, to the other artists, I am now. I'm doing features for you know mm-hmm. for the artists. That, you know, some artists was liking what I was doing, so I'm doing features for them now. Um. Yeah, get at me though, man. Chance the L, holla at me. Reach out to me. No, definitely, yeah. definitely worth it, people. Motivation for the soul. The bird by the door. Chaz D L. Thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Very Yeah, we're, we're worth the listen, y'all. Go ahead and get it. <laughs> worth the listen. Yeah, I appreciate that, though. Real talk, man. Real talk. Yeah, man. yeah. Welcome anytime. Welcome anytime. Man, Come on, y'all, man. Yeah, definitely, man. man. Hey, y'all be y'all be talking about some stuff now. Yeah, don't y'all don't get <laughs> yeah. shy. I'm, I'm here. Nah, we got yeah. you, man. We go, we'll have you on a repeat episode or something. We, you know, we're gonna go deeper, pause, but we 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 gonna go, you know, really touch it, yeah. touch, touch hey. on, uh, yeah. And you be a great influence, a great a great addition to that. So we'll definitely reach out, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm here. I'm here. All right, bro. Stay safe. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Good seeing y'all, man. Right. Good seeing, good seeing. We talk right. soon. I'm back. Yeah, that was nice right there. Damn man, I don't think I don't think I don't think so. I seen Chad since like we went to uh Palm Palm Beach. We took that damn bus ride. I'll set up I'll set up that damn bus ride for really. Yeah, the Palm Beach. Yeah, that's a movie, dog. It's so that man, movie, did, is that is that when we saw like that dead body in Jacksonville? Was yep. that that trip? Yep. Yeah. Was that, uh, that was it? Yeah, um, and they were just cleaning Oh no, 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 no. That, I think that was huh. a year after. That was a year after. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just we got we got definitely experiences, man. The <laughs> nights and everything, and everything. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah. let's get it. Well, we're getting this a couple of questions. So oh, this God, weekend man. uh it was it was Juneteenth just passed. Oh yeah, and happy belated fathers at everybody too. Um thank you, thank yeah, you, thank same you. weekend. Yeah, it was eventful weekend, honestly. Happy Father's Day to y'all. Happy Father's yeah, Day man. to the Papa's. So Juneteenth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juneteenth becoming a holiday or a federal national holiday. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, there's there's been people aware of the culture, in tune with everything that's been going on for however long, decades. And uh, it's just now being passed that this is a federal holiday. We celebrate it under wraps and everything else. But uh, what, 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 what are your thoughts on them making it a national? You know, what I mean, pretty much hyping it up and making it a thing now. It's damn near a paid holiday. Well I'm a I'ma tell you this. I had to motherfucking work, so fuck that John. So fuck that. <laughs> I had to work. I had to work Friday and Monday. I did too. <laughs> God damn it. So, we'll see what happens next year. We'll see what happens next year. Yeah, they got work. But, uh, on that's that. how I feel about it right about now. Uh uh but yeah, no, nah, I mean it, it, yeah, y- y'all already know. Um Yeah. It's a. I think everybody know. It's like some. It's like some. Just yeah. here, you know. what I'm saying we'll, we'll we'll give you this. You you asking for this, but 
uh, here. Take this. It, just take this. Shut up and take this. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 almost, like, it's almost like bonus points, though. At this point, you know what I mean. It's bonus points for them. They're kind of like, 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 like a like a pin on the jacket and shit. I don't feel like I feel like right. they're doing that to. Uh, of course, it's a political a political thing because this should have been. And, and what's so crazy? I thought about it too. My people always celebrate Juneteenth. I forgot it wasn't a holiday. So it's almost like if right. you're in tune with the culture and it's already instilled in you, you didn't even need all this shit. I just feel like it's exactly. bringing attention to those, you know, who didn't know about it, which is you cool. Give me no extra day. Y'all giving, <laughs> y'all giving, somebody said, y'all give, y'all, I, it better not be no white people off on that day. <laughs> no white person better not have a day off. <laughs> Shoot, man. I, they, they starting to go crazy, man. I saw like the uh, LGBT community, they, they charging a, a fee or whatever for people, like reparations fee for people to come in on like they pride shit. Like just oh, crazy shit. stuff. I think that was in Cali somewhere, but. I'm just like everybody, but that's what it is. Everybody's starting to get separated and segregated in this shit too. So I don't kind of like identifying with the race and just gender. It's like almost breaking us up. Like I mean, pushing us apart. Like you got to pick a side almost. Mm. But still, I'm, like, like like I said, it wasn't anything new. I feel like they were just doing that for the bonus points. Um, the people that aren't educated on Juneteenth, I do appreciate that because now it's like in the forefront and people can do their research and see how disgusting yeah. some of these white people were back know. in the day. Yeah. Well, Trump was talking shit about Juneteenth when he was the president. He, he sure he was. was. Like, apparently, apparently there's a black <laughs> <Yeah>, allegedly. holiday. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and that's, that, that's one thing about him. That motherfucker just kept it. He had no filter, dog. I don't even think that much. He, he had no cap. <laughs> <laughs> like, you heard it. No right. like, PR could not save that, man. Nobody can save that motherfucker. I ain't got no problem with it. It's just I don't I don't appreciate like how everything now is just made of like, you know, everything's like pageantry. You know what I'm saying? They just like it has mm-hmm. to be such like a big deal. Like y'all was not like four, five, ten years ago. I mean, you know, people's uh you know, the needle was still on the post and shit, but y'all wasn't, you know, this, you know, I don't know, um devoted to like you know people's feelings so like what's what's changing like they're literally right. using like shit like this for political you know leverage over people so that's right. what I, I i don't I think, that, I think that might just be for like 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 black shit like shit that has to do with black people or whatever because like right. yeah right. like it was Always. like when they, they they signed a little shit in a uh it's a holiday or whatever they they had the whole pageantry or whatever I, i'm i'm trying i'm i'm trying to remember if there was any type of pageantry with that whole uh the asian bill that they signed i don't remember seeing a whole bunch of people gathered around and you know right. they just they just got the business and, and signed the shit in the law and yeah. you know what i'm saying let's let's just get this thing done let's get this thing yeah. done but like what time is it is it five yet jeez yeah they got that right out the way dog and this, mm-hmm. this is this is the f- uh, first new federal holiday since uh, MLK Day in 1983. So, um, new federal holiday commemorating the slavery in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not down with the. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, do it, do it. Um, you ain't do nothing for Tulsa, uh, all that. But it's like, I don't know, like, I, how many times are we going to, I know you got to know where you come from, but like, why do we keep, like, why are we so attached with the the pain? You know what I'm saying? 
And that too. That like, that's I, what I don't like about can, it. Can like you, being can reminded you, of the trauma. Can you like truly progress, you know, if you always, you know, looking in your, your rear view, you know what I'm saying? Like of course it, it should be thought about. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I don't I don't think it's that you know folks is always looking in the rear view. I think that I think the the major issue is that it's not really like I don't think it's really been acknowledged outside of you know learning some shit about slavery in your your history uh, in your history class or whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying. I don't think it's I think that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? There's everybody else like they say everybody else don't got their reparations for whatever whether the indians the asians uh you know what i'm saying i think i think it's yeah i, I don't know you know what i'm saying i think it's i, I think it's just like a, just the disrespect you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think it's just the disrespect of the 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 it not being acknowledged and of course every like i said everybody else get their reparations everybody else is worthy enough to get get whatever you know what i'm saying shit we paying we we paying countries to this day that we have nothing to do we have nothing to do with them being war torn or none of that shit but we sending the aid over that joint you know what right. i'm saying right we sending the aid over there right? yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's i don't know i don't know and that's and that's like I, one of those I digress <laughs> yeah now you, you you should be able to uh now you can express yourself but um I think the, the the only thing I had a dislike for is like how people celebrate these little ass like this is nothing. And I hate how people just, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing in the sense I, of what, though, like in the sense of like, or uh, I don't want to say, I mean, acknowledging the holiday, you know, that's already been in rotation for however many years. I don't, don't want to say nothing because it's not nothing to people. Mm-hmm. Cause, you know, it's an important day for people. Uh, for us, it was a breakthrough. But what I'm saying is like, uh, if you look at our history, our makeup, man, that's just one little instrument that we have to go through to even get to where we are right right now. I don't like celebrating past trauma and like bullshit though. Right. That's why I don't like watching the movies, you know, all that. I can't I watch yeah. it. If I watch a slave movie, no, you ain't trying to watch twelve years of slave, slave movie, <laughs> any of that, dog. The next day, I will have to ground myself and like be in. I'll quarantine myself because if I go outside. It's so like any white person can trigger me, and they don't even have to say anything crazy. I'm already <laughs> on edge because of it. And what because the hell you looking at? Seen. Yeah. And what the hell are you looking at? Yeah. Then he was saying, like, what you saying? That's what I mean. But but it's just like like yeah, like that 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 just like makes me more aggressive, dog. Just because it shows, I think about like what what our people went through, like even. <laughs> Family lineage, I, I, like all I want to know like, what was oh. the uh, what was the first the first slave movie or whatever that triggered you. What was the first slave movie that any I'm that a triggered side, dog. I'm a side. I'm a side. I'm a side. I can even tell you the part is when they was on the ship. Uh, <laughs> they were on the <laughs> ship. Remember they were feeding them that slop and like all yeah. the, like everybody was begging for that shit. <laughs> I remember I was crying. I remember I watched that movie crying like what? Like these, like they're already chained up. It's oh, raining. They're on top of each other, begging they for just, some little ass like grown yeah, men. Yeah, like, oh, under the ship. Yeah, I remember that yeah, part. You, yeah, you when they were coming to America, yeah. actually. Yeah, remember they were throwing the people off the yeah. boat that was dying and shit. Like mm-hmm. I was like, remember the remember the lady that was she was on the air. She was they holding the whole. They line. just chopped that whole chain, sent sent all of them down that jump. Well, remember the the lady that just committed suicide with the baby. Like I'm not even about to. Yeah, do just it. hopped he off the just ship, staring at yeah. her like just felt that shit. That's what I mean. We're not even about to do that. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, tough jump. 
That was a tough joint. I think my first joint was uh Rosewood. That was my first joint. That was my first joint. Oh, see, but they was getting back at motherfuckers on that one, so I was yeah. I couldn't be too mad on that. So like, but it was, but it all started over some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? All of it does. I feel, all of it does. <laughs> I feel like if you take a step back and just look at like all the things that are in like the media, you know, textbooks, everything that's presented to us, like you see like these movies, like why are these movies are selected? Like why is it, why is there no like you know, uh, you know, Aboriginal type movie? Why is there no like Native American type? You know what I mean? Holiday, all like, about that too, though. holiday like that. Why is there I, no? I feel like it's yeah. uh, you know TV programs or holidays. Why do we have the shortest month? Like all of this shit seems deliberate. Right. So if it's deliberate like that, why are we you know you know just sitting there just taking everything you know that they give us? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like how Chaz was saying, you know earlier. Well, oh it's, shit, this is it's a legit warfare on your spirit. So. It um, is. I think we gotta take these, you know, these little, these little gifts or you know, one outs with a grain of salt. Mm, my yeah. opinion. But, yeah. but I, I feel like it's we don't own shit. I, and speaking of Chaz, I was literally just watching an old ass uh, uh, interview of the Minister Farrakhan on the Donahue show. Like in, I don't I know how. Yeah. I yeah, I was watching. I watched that whole joint. I was like. <laughs> I was like, what are y'all mad at? He's not saying <laughs> right. crazy shit. He's not, not saying crazy. that crazy. Uh-huh. Like crazy. And actually, there was there was one white lady in the, at the end of the show. She was like, I don't disagree with nothing that he said. Uh, and, but I don't know, like 90% of them, 99.9% everybody else was mad and That's shit. Not, but there was one yeah, white lady that not. stood up and was like, I don't know. I do not disagree with nothing he said today. But that's but, like... like it's, it's crazy. It's, it's almost like it's it's propaganda for everybody though, because they be falling the same, you know, that same shit as you know as us. So like they mm-hmm. they're reacting because this is this is how they were taught. We we're mm-hmm. reacting to them because that's how we were taught. So we're always mm-hmm. you know pent against each other. And we're always gonna be button heads because that's just you know the the script <laughs> as of right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah. This is script. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to go to college. That's what they call it, higher learning. Yeah. yeah but even all right. So that goes that goes to our next topic. This whole like uh, critical race theory that they're teaching. You know, you know, oh. supposedly K through twelve. So like, what, do you think this is beneficial? Like, if they're like constantly reminding you know kids, pretty much, this is you know the basis of propaganda and and right. grade school and stuff. Do y'all think this is going to benefit people in the future, or you think this is just going to like steamroll to bigger problems? But my my, my question is, what, what what are they actually saying? What are they actually saying with it? Uh, hold on, I got. Oh. Are they, they they are they just teaching people about slavery, or or you know what I'm saying? It's just like how not slavery per se, just how racism in America, uh, you know, shouldn't be glossed over. But the thing is, like. The mm-hmm. curriculum, the curriculum nowadays is you know pretty much whitewashed. So how are you gonna ever break through? Right. That I mean, and and that's crazy because I mean, like when we were, I, if you ask me, and I'm and I'm thinking back to like when we were in grade school, whatever the fuck. I'm I really honestly feel like it was glossed over back then. So what the hell are they teaching now? You know what I'm saying? If they're saying it's glossed over now. I'm 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 pretty sure they had to change some shit, and they they literally just trying to erase shit. That's what it sound like to me. They just trying to make it sound like uh you know 
uh, change the the word slave to to uh, <laughs> worker or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to find the exact definition yeah. of critical it's race theory. A way of understanding how American racism has shaped public policy or a divisive. Okay. That's, so that's what they're saying. Is critical race theory a way of understanding how American racism has shaped public policy or a divisive, divisive <laughs> discourse that pits people of color against white people? Liberals and conservatives are in sharp disagreements. So it's not like basically one 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 side want to teach about slavery and racism, and one side don't want want to hear shit about that joint. We they just want to say we all Americans, and and that's it. Even though we still secretly don't fuck with y'all, and we be doing gerrymandering and all this other shit and <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? We do all this other shit. Yeah. All this other. Underhanded shit. Critical race theory is an academic concept that is more than 40 years old. The core idea is that racism is a social construct and that is not merely the product of an individual bias or prejudice, but also something embedded in legal systems and policies. Duh. But like... um, Ah, okay. So that's a liberal... That's a liberal (laughs) uh, theory. Okay, got it. Something that I agree with. Yeah, all right. (laughs) But yeah, that's why they don't want to teach that shit in Texas and Florida and shit like that. I get it. I get it. I get that. (laughs) I get that. There's some good comments. Uh, Joseph Joseph Oh, Joe, that's Polo right there. America loves everything we didn't ask for. That's true. America loves to give us everything we didn't ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, they just want you to keep the the whole... uh, Lace your bootstraps up and and get your ass get get the shit figured. Damn, Phil! <laughs> Phil just got killed by the lights. Uh, huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lights just fell on this nigga. <laughs> yeah, wild an hour today. Yeah, wild. But now. you don't think like people can get like too far? Oh, oh, oh uh, with this like whole I don't know the the displaying of this because I, I seen like a video like uh, last week. Where like uh white people were, like reenacting like the whole slave like uh like trade and shit like that. They was walking. Oh, we doing too much. 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 Like even I, even uh well, so so what was that? Like a parade or some shit? Yeah, it was like a pageantry. We're, we're like, doing too much. Yeah. We're doing too much. We're doing too much. We don't do it because I, I think there was like a um an article or something. I want to say a couple months ago or whatever, where they uh some school they did some reenactment and they made the the black kids be slaves and and all this other shit or whatever the fuck. And it's like it's it's we're doing too much. That that's that's <laughs> doing too much. Yeah, and 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 it's the and it's the states that don't want to talk about the critical race theory that's doing all this extra shit. Like you have like uh like I don't. I, I don't understand why Virginia they still reenacting and they, niggas still reenacting the Civil War and all this other shit. It's like, damn, yeah, the, the niggas lost. The niggas lost. Let's let's uh let's just keep it moving. If, but y'all don't want to talk about oh shit, what we got here? What if what? Wow. What if? <laughs> They're really doing like a fucking. Are they, are they Spanish? Are the white folks? Yeah. Are, he said, are they Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I was talking about the yeah, slave masters. Yeah, yeah, slave masters. Yeah, black. So, so what they got? So what the black folks is slave masters? Yeah. Right, they they try to flip it. Lord. <laughs> Lord. 
I get it, man. I get it. Really? Come on, we don't got to do all that. We don't got to do all that. They don't want to. They don't want to see that shit. They don't. Right. Want, I don't want to see that shit. They don't want to see that shit. Mm. I know what gives them the inkling, like, oh, yeah, hey, we should reenact some shit. I, I saw the people that shit. don't give a fuck about that don't want to see that shit. So, why, right. why do they think that's going to change somebody's mind? I always say that shit. Go ahead, Phil. Did you see the shit that happened at IKEA? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, oh, the, the, the chicken and watermelon for Juneteenth. Oh my god, had, had candy yams yeah. on there, mac and cheese for their food menu. You know how like, <laughs> you go to the little restaurant. Especially for uh, Juneteenth on Saturday, fried chicken and all this shit. Okay, so been, been, if, if I were for IKEA, I would have mad as hell. But I would have been. Full they went on strike. They went on strike. They went on strike, <laughs> and like uh, they said, the HR is all white. Like nobody black was in the HR to create this. Like the, to sign off on this and everything. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was like, man, come on, dog. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, who, who would even think that was cool though? I'm telling you, I'd have been mad, but I would have been full. I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. Have been <laughs> Motherfuckers. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, the man was like, "See you, the problem." I'd have been talking shit and eating at the same time. <laughs> and I kid. Mm. All right, so moving on. Uh, there was a. Uh, 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 a lecturer at Yale University, you know, prestigious Ivy League school. Um, a doctor, Aruna, uh, Lord forgive me, Kalinani, under Kalinani. fire. Yeah, for saying she fantasized about shooting white people in the head during a speech. Well, not during a speech, it was during a lecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to it, but the thing is, like, everything I try, I try to find, like, the full audio because I want to really get the context of what she was saying. Yeah. Was it like, I seen it on like, YouTube. Yeah, was it like, mm-hmm. you, you seen the full that? one? You seen the full one? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's okay. on YouTube. I, I was, listen to yeah, that. I was trying, but you know, YouTube like filter stuff. So like the ones that I seen, yeah. it was just like all like the, you know the the sensationalized he- headlines. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, she's like I want. You know, like, Fox ain't like that shit, right? Uh, want, <laughs> she's like, I want shoot them with a revolver and bury their body, and you know, wipe them, mm-hmm. like, wipe the blood clean, stuff like that. Like all like those big headlines. So I didn't really like. Was there a, a difference in like the full lecture? Versus like the headlines, yeah. And I had and I listened to a uh, she had an interview with I forgot the guy's name, his last name is Hill. He got fired from CNN for talking about the uh, the the uh, the Israel and Palestine shit or whatever. Yeah, uh, last name Hill, you know, what I'm talking about, um, yeah. but uh, talking about pro Palestine, that's why he got uh, uh, fired or whatever, but um. He he was he's working he's he's a newscaster for like black some some something television or whatever but uh he get, uh he did an interview of her and uh, so basically she was yeah she was she was giving a a, a speech or whatever or um uh, whatever but it was amongst other psychologists mm-hmm. and it was it was it was received totally differently Oh yeah, <laughs> amongst the psychologists because that's what they do or whatever. It was it it wasn't uh, basically saying that yeah I want to kill these white folks or whatever, but it was it was a speech um, basically saying how um, that that part in particular was supposed to be about how 
uh, people of color feel when they're they're trying to to explain or 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 tell white people how like you know it, it, uh, speaking about like critical race theory how to how to explain critical race theory or, or whatever and yeah. it's like you're you're fucking beating a dead horse or whatever mm. and that was her that was her whole point of, of saying that that uh mark she was like i just want to <laughs> sometimes i just want to uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying it wasn't yeah. yeah just off y'all and just wipe my hands just and feel like i did the world a favor <laughs> yeah. you know so but, so pretty much like the headlines was taken out of context if you're not yeah it was taken out of context oh, of it was taken out of context mm-hmm. definitely taken out I, li- I, I watched the uh i listened to the um the whole speech too yeah, it's a little. It's a little. If you find it on there, it's a little. Um, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. The one I was listening to, anyway. Like the the quality but, of the audio. Yeah, the quality. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. So that I don't know. Just you know, more. I don't know. Sensationalism, propaganda. You know, this whole because mm-hmm. I mean, she looks like uh, I, I could be wrong. Indian yeah. woman. So this whole like yeah, a- yeah Asian, I believe she is. Mm-hmm. So this Asian, you know. That's part of Asia and uh, brown folks. She brown peoples, right? So they, yeah, she brown. Yep, they're gonna be use her to pin her against white people, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like it's always, you know, an agenda with these type of headlines. So, yep, you gotta mm-hmm. protect your spirit. You gotta read between the lines. Um, don't fall for the shit, man. Even man. though. If reading these headlines sound wild as shit. So they, 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 yeah, yeah. the way they just take like that little excerpt or whatever she's yeah. saying and quote it, it. If you just take like these like headlines and insert right. any ethnic group, like you like what someone says say what? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what doctor is about to be going out here shooting motherfuckers in the head? Right. Why would you you know and then put your, your name in front of that? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's mm-hmm. like Professional suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens with yep. that. It'll be forgotten, swept on the rug yeah. for the next she's deadline. Managed. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. managed. You already know that she ain't got no job. Yeah, hopefully she's teaching at community hopefully college. She, yeah, she's she fucked up right now. Yeah, she like, looked rough. She looked. She looked fucked up on the video I seen her. In. Oh yeah, <laughs> she like looked fucked up. Eyes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, hair was a little messy. I was like, um, God damn, she ain't got no clients already. no more. <laughs> yep, already, she got, got no more clients. Damn, bro. Uh, what, that cancel culture. That, oh. that shit happened so fast, like overnight, to where you. I bet you people can't even prep themselves for that type of fucking attack. That hey, internet's a beast. This should just remind me of like a uh, something that got that could have got swept on the rug during this whole Juneteenth like rollout. Um, you know the announcement and stuff during that weekend. There was supposed to be an emergency meeting uh, with the CDC about mm-hmm. uh, post vaccination heart inflammation, but it got you know knocked off because of the holiday the docket because they you know they said you know this whole Juneteenth thing so. Mm-hmm. You know, they always try to sweep stuff under the rug. Post vaccination to heart. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's what I'm waiting for him to start. Yeah, that's that heart inflammation. Uh huh. Man, that's crazy. It's a lot mm-hmm. of stories like that coming out. If you, if you, I know. You the digging. I saw the one um that you had about the uh the cruise liner. Right, 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 right. Like, right. Yeah. what about a cruise Wasn't liner? Wasn't on CNN? Uh, it was like you know, it was, on, it, it was supposed to be a cruise that um 
everybody's supposed to be vaccinated, but people got sick on there. And then people were saying um, people lied about their vaccination status. But now I was like, who got sick? Oh, the people got vaccinated. Was yeah, the- it was like nine <laughs> people too. Was mm. crazy? Yeah. And then like the other day, like I probably read like the most propaganda headline on CNN that came through my phone. It was like something about like a, a Florida like government office where people got sick and oh, I got it right here. The government office too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> people got sick, but you know, only vaccinated people were. Oh, it was it was goofy. Just the way they did. Just some. Crock of shit. People got sick, but vaccinated niggas was nothing. Yeah. You know they got all these new other strands coming out here and shit. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> exactly. I caught a cold the other day, man. I was like, God damn, I hope I don't got this shit. Nah, <laughs> but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good though. But I'm back. You probably just need like some vitamins for real. So, when it be like stuff like that, a little cold and all that, you just need to uh like just boost your immune system real quick. Get some sunlight too. Yeah, get that. Yeah, that's but a big you, thing because I know I I be in the motherfucking house. A coronavirus <laughs> a coronavirus <laughs> outbreak hit Florida government building. Two people are dead, but a vaccinated employee wasn't infected. Is that not the most wow. propaganda <laughs> headline? That just sounds you stupid. Yeah, that just sounds stupid. That just sounds stupid. Two people are people. dead, but a vaccinated yeah. nigga. How many people work in this fucking big ass building <laughs> right. that you're showing me? Exactly. <laughs> three two people, people are dead, but a yeah. vaccinated. One nigga oh, yeah, was not stop. infected. <laughs> Are y'all saying everybody else was infected or what? Who y'all want me to read the story? What's going oh, on? Oh, that happened yesterday too. Read yeah, the, right. Read between the lines, man. Read between the lines. Like, what are they trying to present to you? This is obvious. Like, like they're trying to steer your, okay, your co-workers were hospitalized. Yeah. After a COVID nineteen something something. Yeah, two people are dead, and four of their co-workers are hospitalized. I just looked huh? at this shit. I was like, "Come on, man!" They yeah. got boost their immune systems, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they pro- they gonna be start promoting a whole bunch of other shit in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. right That's so- what I was gonna speak to too. Like the pharmaceutical industry, that that shit is like crazy, man. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I mean, when the doctors and medical centers and uh, college institutions that get all these government money, you know. Even like the the Yale shit, they you know, Yale college, oh yeah, all that stuff. You getting all this money, you gonna have to play ball because where that money come from? That's you know, that's bribe money. Of course, big boys, blood money. Yeah, money literally been in this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> been around play a long play. time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, with that said, um, are y'all out here ready to? Uh, to travel, y'all got any hesitation? I know me and you be ain't really worried about. That. I'm ready to motherfucking nah. travel. Nah, I ain't worried. I know y'all, y'all single niggas ain't y'all single niggas ain't got no problems. I'm ready to motherfucking travel. I I probably ain't gonna travel wow. though till probably like uh like uh me? Labor Day, Labor Day. Maybe we so. already we already we already trying to plan some for the uh you know go to Puerto Rico. What's holding you back? Uh, this this fucking shit. You just gonna be yeah. any different? Mm. You just said variants. You scared of variants? That shit's gonna be wide open. I know. It's like it's gonna be wide open. It's like it's it's too much. It's like is it is it is this shit real? Because 
you don't know is it real because it didn't it didn't affect me at all it didn't it never affected me other than me having to work from home and shit you know what i'm saying and i caught a couple of codes or whatever you know i catch, I catch a code every motherfucking year you know i don't know i don't yeah. know if it's niggas just have bad immune right, systems man. or uh, you know what i'm saying you'll be all right honestly like if you all take these care niggas, of yourself Oh, you see out. all these niggas going to Miami every motherfucking week acting a goddamn fool, <laughs> a fool. twerking hey, bro, in the street, I, getting snatched up. Lie. Yeah, that shit was wide open when I was there. That shit was open. Maskless. Like, I walked in. Yeah. I, I was in shoppers today without my mask. So I was like, fuck y'all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's how I did. I went to check my uh, papers. Like, yeah, who's going to check your papers? I'm going to take <laughs> Who's going to say some shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's about to be. It's like, man, nah, motherfuckers gonna be scrapping out here to see that, right? Because like, who are you to even ask me? Like, mm-hmm. you, 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 you want to see like my, yeah. I don't know, my, like any other like medical record? You want to see my, I don't know, my, uh, my blood Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they got them them their little vaccine passports or whatever the fuck they is. But I went to uh I went to uh, Tank's wedding and shit. That was the first time I actually traveled in years, in like two years or whatever. Y'all flew? So, like, yeah, we flew. Okay. We flew to North Carolina and shit. I Had the mask on. It was it was that joint was nice, Doc. I ain't never been to a a, a a wedding on a farm. It was like yeah, um, they I, had I like heard, a big ass river lake, whatever the fuck was in there. That joint was nice. That joint was nice. Uh-huh. That's you see, you see, you see the, uh, you see the, uh, niggas see like the, the, the farm wedding and shit on the internet or whatever the fuck, but that drone was dope. That drone was dope. That drone was I bet nice. you they save so much money too on doing that shit and having like all that space. That's really what it's about is having all yeah. that space. Probably. And they, yeah. and they was talking about, um, they, they went to, uh, uh, when I talked to them, they was, uh, they're doing a honeymoon. First, they was going to Savannah, Georgia, and I think oh. after that, they were gonna go to uh, Costa Rica or something. Oh, Costa shit. Rica, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't mad mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, yeah I ain't worried about traveling. I just travel, so I ain't worried about that shit. And, and I sat behind a bitch that was hacking the whole. <laughs> 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 If I don't get this shit, like I, yeah, I'm good. I probably got the antibodies and all that shit. But that's why I be saying, like, why? That's how I why feel. People be so have you have, have you taken an antibody test? I would like anybody. To. I would like to, but like yeah, people, people, I need to people take the vaccine. Like the antibodies probably stronger than having the vaccine. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm with that shit. But still, hey, she was hacking on the plane like that. She was yeah, hacking. So it was her, and then like the person, like. Not in the middle, but like on the end of her row, hacking. That's gross. I was like, if I don't, if I don't get it now, yeah. like you know, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> Motherfuckers was on that joint, uh, tight. Motherfuckers right. on that plane, tight. Yeah. <laughs> but coming back from Mexico, coming back from Mexico, you you got to get, uh, you got to show like the uh, airport, you know, concierge or whatever that you had a, a negative test to even board the plane. So okay. Does it say like? Did they say like how many days you had that? Yeah, I mean, uh, within like seventy-two hours or some shit like that, or forty-eight hours. Oh, or shit. Like that, yeah. oh that ain't me bad. doing extra shit. But that shit was like on every yeah. corner, every uh, even if like we we ain't staying like in a uh, 
in like a resort or anything, but I think like other people that heard that stay in resort, they, they will have, you know, a certain place, like a room or a banquet hall in the resort that would do the test. But oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's convenient. Just like round around town and shit, that shit was on every corner. Like it was on, no, it was out there. Like you, uh-huh. so they got the rapid test. Yeah, you get Pretty anything. Much. I wouldn't be surprised if you you can pay for a negative result. Oh, you can, dog. <laughs> it's Mexico. Those? Yeah, it's Mexico. Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, you can oh, alter oh, that joint. Exactly. Oh, you got to get back. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, <laughs> come holler at me. I got my, I got my shit. I can just change the date on that jump. Just change the date. <laughs> 300 pesos get you in there. Exactly, man. <laughs> get you a negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I know they got them. I know it. Yes, I, don't, I, I got don't you, think, my friend. But that's the thing. I think people just got like, because you know, like they had like those big uh, baseball like turnouts when it, when it first opened, like in, uh, I think it was like the Rangers or something, like 40,000 people maxed out stadium. Yeah. Nothing came about mm-hmm. it. Man. Like no spikes in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Maryland had no. Uh, cause we about to open up for real, for real. I think like you know, Independence this Day this weekend. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. what a coincidence! Independence Day we opening up but anyway. But uh, I got um, they didn't got, they didn't like report like some like we haven't been over like some threshold since like October twenty twenty. So like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, now I got um for Father's Day. I got one of my gifts was uh. Some Steelers versus Ravens tickets. We were right behind them, motherfuckers. Like we right on the uh, right, right behind the uh, bleach, uh, the the stand or whatever. Yeah, we on the bench and shit. I better not hear no shit. They better not give me no shit about nah. getting no having no vaccinated or no shit. They better, but I'm better clear everybody just, else out. This is just a phase. I honestly don't even think they're going to care about that shit in like yeah, two months. I don't think enough people all. getting it because they're literally bribing us and they're saying, oh, it's so available now. You don't have to, you know, go through like these hula hoops. Like I was just hearing right. this on the radio. They're giving, it's like literally, they're giving shit out too. Come in here, you don't need no ID. We'll fucking stab your arm. Like, go get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go get this shit. Like, they ain't. We'll bother you real quick. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Like we got mm-hmm. these jumps are prepaid. Like we got to get the shit off. <laughs> right, that's what it is. They bought they bought all the merch. Now they got to sell the shit. Exactly, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. They got they pushing. They're pushing on a lot of other <laughs> shit too. Uh-huh. They're pushing a lot of other shit too. Cause I, I um I was I seen a commercial. They was uh talking about shingles vaccine and all this other shit or whatever the fuck. They're pushing. They they trying to push a lot of other shit what? too. See what is that shit? What is shingles? I don't even know what that is. That shit is like a disease from like yeah. Uh, I think you get like blisters, blocks. blisters and shit on your face oh, and whatever blisters. the fuck. Some <laughs> fucked up shit. That's some like uh, some back nasty when, like, shit. Back when like Huckleberry. Oh, Huckleberry hey, speaking of that, you said Huckleberry fan shit. <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. That is. Did you did you watch the day that new Dave shit? Yeah, yeah, I did. Was that what, what he what? had on his back? <laughs> no, it wasn't though. I don't think it was, it was just real bad back knee. <laughs> oh, he said you you talking hey. about that you were dead. Nah, no, Dave. no, Dave. Dave. Oh, Dave. Uh, oh, yeah. Yo, that motherfucker. I love the way they write that show. I know. It's just straight, and that's it's so just, like honest. That's why. That's why yeah. I like it because it's like reality. That's just like yeah. you be like, yo, this motherfucker is probably so. Like he's really like that though. Right, I know he's just, it. 
<laughs> just a, too smart for your own damn good. Talk too much. Like, get yourself and shit. I'm like, bruh, sh- all you got to do is be quiet. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you get out your you own way. Up. Yeah. But I like how, like, they, they do those, like, uh, I guess it's reenactment scenes where shit be happening, but it don't really happen. Like, connected. I love how they do that shit with his. Uh, with his. Shingles is a reactivation of chicken pots. Damn. I learned something today. Uh huh. So if you already had chicken box, can you get it? That's the wrong. Good kid. question. These kids these days ain't had no fucking chicken box. That's what's wrong with them. <laughs> I had chicken box. I don't remember. I might have had. I don't remember having it though. I definitely had chicken box. I gave it to my brother, and that nigga oh, had chicken shit. box. You contagious, nigga. That shit was super contagious. Talk about a uh, disease, virus, whatever that shit was. I got a, uh, I got a new joint I'm watching. I just started a day on Apple. Um, Lizzie's story. Lizzie's story is a Stephen King joint. This one is dope. How much? He got a lot of production. Oh god damn! Yeah, new joint. A lot of productions, and it's got good actors in that joint. Mm-hmm. Catch your boy, uh, Clive Owen in that joint. Oh, from the uh, I fuck with the, you, Trojan Men. I don't, yeah, that junk. I'm trying. Ooh, is this is he British or yeah, what? Because he, sure. he got a he got a funny accent. Yeah, yeah funny accent. He's British. Well, well, was Remember in that terrible yeah. movie? Uh, shoot him up. That was yeah, a good movie. Was. I like I like that movie. That I, like that. <laughs> I like that movie. So OC. What's, the one with, with the Jamie baby Fox was good. That's like one of his best ones. Did you did y'all watch uh Fatherhood, Kevin Hart? No, nah, not like, yet. I watched like the first 15 minutes when like the uh the It was a good died. movie, man. Me and my was son was watching movie. that shit, and then the then the uh the, the wife died. I was like, what the f- why are we watching this shit? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I hear you. It was a good did movie. Did y'all watch the whole thing? Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's what my, my pops was watching that shit too. He said the same thing. He was like, uh, that's a little dark. He was like, I didn't think it was gonna yeah. be what it was. Like off yeah. break, yeah. Yeah, yeah. great. Oh, you know, he tried to support everything Philly. That nigga was so mad on Father's Day when the Sixers lost, though. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all couldn't. Y'all couldn't come to him on Father's Day, man. Damn. Chaz, 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 Chaz asking top three comedians. Uh, Dave, uh, Richard Pryor. Yeah. And I knew you going to say that. Got you. I will say that third one is like so interchangeable because like nobody's consistent. Mm-hmm. Nobody's consistent. Chappelle consistently drops. Yeah, said, said, yeah Dave, Dave, Richard Pryor, and I don't know. A personal favorite of mine, I would say Mike Epps. Yes. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Epps definitely. <laughs> I was go- I, I got. I got. I got a couple too. I, Mike Epps is definitely in mine. He probably like number three for me. Or he probably like number two. Patrice, Patrice O'Neal, he passed okay. away. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, Corey, Corey Holcomb. Holcomb. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb. <laughs> Corey Holcomb. Dude, he's so, Holcomb. Dirty. He's he's so dirty. Yeah, but he's he's funny. He's so that should funny be that should be hard doing. to watch though, like with a female. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's all I'm about to say. I suggest mm-hmm. don't ever do that because it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Right. Like, <laughs> he was on that Tariq Nasheed joint. <laughs> 
the uh buck yeah. breaking joint. He was on that jump. You be like, uh, uh. <laughs> It is. It's just they don't like. Not, sometimes they like. Y'all, y'all left out. out my man though. Y'all left out my man though. Uh, What's your Paul three? Yeah, put him in your Paul Money who just passed. Paul Money who just passed. As a stand up. Oh, yeah. Yes. His, yes. But his legend straight up. Does he be because? Does he be dropping knowledge? Yeah, you know. And that's that's why I fuck with him. That's why I fuck with him. He be dropping knowledge every. I I fuck with everybody who y'all name. But I gotta throw Paul Mooney in there, John. Got to. Got to. Paul Mooney in there. Got to. Paul Mooney in there. He talking shit. Finishing off with some. This was a. Uh, I don't know who brought this topic up. But finishing off with this uh, entertainment type shit. Uh. Uh. uh during Tupac's 50th uh, birthday, Jada Pinkham released like a unreleased poem written to her. What do y'all? Mm. I did see that too. Oh. Why is it so well, like? She, well, she saved that. Yeah, <laughs> she saved that. For, yeah, this for in that box. This in the shoebox. This in the shoebox, baby. That's like saving. That's like saving a note from high school from a chick, and mm-hmm. uh, you got reading that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a you reminder. Shit. <laughs> My wife threw them jumps away. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't have none. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, how, how how would your wife feel about seeing some shit from you know what I mean, generations before or whenever you was in this period of time? That's how I kind of felt about it. I'm like, damn, she bringing up shit because I feel like Tupac really loved her too, dog. Like he wasn't no, this wasn't no like quick little friendship. I think he was kind of like not infatuated, but like you know how when you really feel, it was in the friend zone. Yeah, he, I think he was. He played one friend zone. I don't know. I don't he was know. in the friend zone. That's what turned him into a killer. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He was in the friend but, uh, zone. I don't know because what's crazy is Will Smith has spoken to that before, like how he was kind of like I was like insecure, you know, when he first met Tupac and shit, because you know that was just a strong somebody that was headstrong, knew themselves, everything else. So. That's why I was like, damn, that's kind of awkward for you to be reading. And I know it's a birthday and everything else, but it looks so new though. It don't look like that's been like, you know. Yeah, like a freshly wrote. I said that too. Yeah. It's no scratch marks or anything in that shit. Even like, the paper. <laughs> the paper is not like like yeah. where's the other shit. Exactly. Just that's stored. It's only like she, she like yeah. every time she pulled it out, she like put on like white satin gloves and like uh, you're right though uh, I, I do think it, I think it's dope the exclusiveness of it but I'm just like uh, you know uh, she put that shit on the Da Vinci code with the white gloves on <laughs> right <laughs> what, what was her shit her, her entrapments what, what she what she called that shit entanglements entanglements, entanglements I see now like girl yeah you just mm. so so is uh <laughs> so so you saying Jada is pretty much the the female equivalent of Future? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she got niggas like that, but uh, yeah, she throw you away when she done. You seen August Alcina? That nigga still ain't right. Yeah, he was a little goofy. He lost his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that old school man. That that cougar. She she put it on that motherfucker. It's too much. Like he even said that like mentally, I was just stimulated beyond. I'm like, yeah, you working with. My man's mm-hmm. little, yeah, that's a grown woman. Yep, <laughs> that's in shape. Yeah, you know they only take that, 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 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like been 40. around OGs and shit. Yeah, she been around OGs, all that. Tupac, Easy, like all types of heads. Like, Hold up. shit, Will Smith or OG? <laughs> I don't want to come in after that. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's just hard. That's that's hard to follow up, bro. That's hard to follow up. You better be on it. But, yeah, but like I said, I, I think it was cool she gave something to the people, but I don't know what their relationship is behind the scenes, man. I don't know how they like interact with each other. So I'm sure it was okay if she posted that shit on social media. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that should be clout chasing too. Sometimes, like, why are you all of a sudden you want to like bring that out? Because it's the fiftieth. Like, why wait for the fiftieth and you bringing this yeah. out? That's what I'm saying. Look a little. I don't know. Look a little fishy. Hmm. Not saying you know it's fabricated, but why now? Yeah, she ain't been in the headlines like that. You know, I just feel like it's always something like when shit like this happens, it's gotta be boosting. She still got that show. She still got that show. Yeah, the Red Table Talk. Her, her Will Smith and uh, Kevin Hart just did a Father's Day edition of that shit. Yeah, I ain't see that joint yet. That shit was crazy too. I gotta see that. Like how, uh, how, like when he when he cheated, like uh, the conversation he had to have with his daughter. And like uh yeah, just crazy shit. I was actually like, a little Damn. snippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his daughter he said his daughter pulled him up or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, she's cutting his ass up. Mm-hmm. You don't Probably. realize kids be seeing all that shit. Yeah. Probably. Mm. Well, it's ain't crazy. nothing I gotta worry about. But uh yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, yeah, man. Episode 61 of the Flight Room Podcast. Uh, this is Flight Room TV. Uh, we got a you know, fifth quarter show talk about sports. Flight Room Podcast talk about anything under the sun. Uh, we bring on, you know, people that's, you know, doing big things in DMV. We had, you know, everything mm-hmm. from a uh, tarot reader to motivational speaker. Shout out to Chaz Dale. But yes. uh, yeah. This Flight Room Podcast, uh, link up with us with the Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Facebook, Google Podcasts. I say iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio. We got two TikTok mm-hmm. coming soon. Um, we're going to post a lot of our conspiracy theories on there. If you're in Clubhouse coming. Clubhouse coming. If you're in conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. also check out our overtime uh, thing. And then next week, we're probably going to uh, dive deep into the whole UFO disclosure that should be releasing oh, yeah. um, June 30th, the end of the month. Uh, we might mm-hmm. do a whole joint podcast with a whole uh, um, conspiracy podcast, like a, yeah, a joint podcast. So, yeah, yep. stay yep. tuned. Uh, y'all feel like doing overtime night, fellas? I, I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. So, yeah, follow us over the overtime. Um, same channel. Uh, stay, you know, be easy, people. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>